Alright guys, Alfred Wilson here. Welcome to the Strong Will Fitness Podcast and in today's episode what we're going to talk about is sleep and why you should be getting more of it and some strategies to improve your sleep that are as realistic as I can make them best based on best uh, recommendations, right? So this is something that I struggle with a lot, so I don't sleep the best, I don't always get the recommended amount of sleep, but there are some tips and tricks and tools that I kind of use to make this as simple and as consistent as possible. So while my quantity may not always be as high as you know I would like, um, the quality, there are things that you can do inside of your nightly routine, your daily routine to make sure your quality is, is really high without any kind of like sleep aids or sleep hacks. That's not that's not what we talk about today. If that's your if that's your bit, then you know, you gotta go somewhere else and find that. But the reason this came up is because a lot of questions about sleep and oftentimes in a fitness journey people will say, Well, I need to sacrifice in order to reach a goal and that's true. There are certain sacrifices that you have to make in order to reach your fitness goal, your aesthetic goal, your financial goal, whatever your goal is, there's always a little level of restraint that you're going to have to make to be able to get that. Um, sleep should not be a primary thing that you're sacrificing to be able to reach a goal if your long-term health is important. I will caveat that with saying that I do believe that there are times where you need to push and lean into what a goal is and um, not take as much time to, I don't want to say, maybe you do lose some sleep to, to achieve that goal for a short period of time. Um, understanding that your immune system might take a hit, your ability to think clearly might take a hit, your ability to, in relation to fitness, your ability to actually lose fat and build muscle will take a hit when you start to sacrifice a significant amount of sleep. So knowing and understanding like which ones need to, what needs to happen and at what dose, I think that's important. So let's get into it. Um, the recommended amount of sleep that you need is around seven to eight hours, or six to eight hours, sorry. Um, with seven, eight being really optimal. So you go as low as six hours um, and still function pretty well. Um, I, I average about six, seven hours of sleep, um, depending on what I got going on. I will do, I'll try to get to the high end as often as possible, but I don't always hit that seven hour, I definitely don't hit that eight hour mark. Um, those are recommended time frames and anything less than six I'd say that a implementation of a bedtime routine and some simple strategies that I'm going to talk about here in a minute is, is really going to help you out so why does this matter it matters because exercise is important right being in the gym moving that's important and for some people exercise even allows them to burn off that extra bit of energy that you may have in the night that's keeping you from going to sleep and actually get some rest Um, but if that's not the reason why you can't sleep if it's for other reasons that you can't sleep um, high anxiety your cell phone uh, things like that feeling ultra busy not not really kind of finishing up your day um, those things can those things can keep you awake at night and 
constantly give you something to be thinking thinking about and really taking up a lot of your a lot of your time. So an easy way to combat things that are barriers is to first recognize what the barrier is and then once you know what the barrier is, implement a strategy or a plan to improve on that specific barrier or remove that specific barrier so that way you can make progress. So in terms of sleep, one of those barriers could just be your schedule, right? So if you have a lot going on in the day and you feel like it's hard for you to get it all done, get it all knocked out, then one thing that if you don't already have it implemented, you're kind of just flying by the seat of your pants. I know I can get into that where I get busy with the kids or busy with work and I start to just do a bunch of kind of random things and not really paying attention to where the day's going and by the time the day's over, I've gotten nothing done. And that is pretty stressful, it's pretty stressful. So one thing that I've implemented in the past is just um, time blocking my calendar out. And there was a point where I did block out an entire week. That's overwhelmed for me. So I don't recommend that anymore depending on the type of person you are. If you're ultra organized and you can just get behind all the blocks in your calendar and everything you got to do for a full week, you can organize it and your day is pretty set. Then I think that works well for you to do the whole week. I actually just block out one day at a time and that obviously helps me go to sleep. So that's the first tip. So block out your next day so you know what you have to do and create blocks of time where you're focused on that one single task because you can't do it all at once and you can't get it all done in a day. But if you fill your whole day up with tasks that you know need to be done, that gives you your priorities for the day, what needs that needs to happen, and then if it didn't make the list for that day, that means you can move it on to the next day. So you don't have to do it all that single day, you can do it that one day. Um, so that's kind of the first strategy that I'd recommend is just making sure that you have your time blocked out from one day to the next. Next is, um, again, if you're having trouble getting sleep or getting enough hours, sleep is an issue for you. Um, making sure that you have a consistent um, bedtime routine. And I don't necessarily have a routine. I kind of just start to go to bed and wind down at about 10 o'clock or 9.30, 10 o'clock. And I kind of let my body naturally say when it's ready to go to bed. I let it say when it's ready to wake up. I do have an alarm set, but I'll get into that in a minute. So around 9.30, 10 o'clock, I start to get tired. Oftentimes, I'll just doze off on my couch. Um, and then my wife say, all right, it's time to go to bed. And I'm like, yep, sounds good. So that's kind of my routine. I don't have the routine. But what I do have is that consistent rhythm of around that time frame is when I start to wind down and I just go to bed. So it tells me, all right, it's time to start to get myself together. So I'll go brush my teeth, wash my face, whatever it is I need to do to get ready for bed, and then lay down and turn my phone off and close my eyes and go to sleep. I gave it pretty simple when I was younger. My mom told me, when I told my mom I couldn't sleep, she'd just tell me to close my eyes. And that honestly worked for me. So I just do that. And um, I think that's a really simple way to go about it. If you lay down long enough with your eyes closed, maybe you'll go to sleep. And, you know, overthink that as much as you want to, but I think that's a really simple way to just get some rest. So, 
that consistent bedtime and then waking up consistently at the same time. So like I said, I do have a time that I have cut off for when I can sleep because I need to be able to get up and do things before I get to work. So I work out in the morning, I record videos and podcasts in the morning while everybody's sleeping in my house because it's the quietest time to do it. So um, it's important that you know I get up at a certain time, around 4, 4.30 is when I wake up and um, I kind of start to get my day started. Uh, sometimes I'll sleep until five and that honestly gives me a bunch of anxiety because I do have those tasks that I put out the night before and I want to get those tasks done. And as I get more efficient at doing certain things, then those time blocks will change and I'll be able to get rid of some tasks that I don't need to do from one day to the next and start to just really focus in on things that are gonna move the needle towards the goals that I have without sacrificing as much sleep. So I think it's important to know if you're going to sacrifice something that you do have an idea of a time frame and it's not a forever thing because that can feel very defeating. If I'm going to sacrifice sleep for a goal, um, it's very defeating if you don't know when that's going to end or you don't have an idea or you don't have a checkout point where you're like, all right, I'm done with that. There's no longer a need for me to sacrifice this and I'm going to go, I'm going to start to add it in. And that's the next point. Slowly add in sleep over time. So if you are working on adding sleep, say you have four, you get four hours of sleep. Um, adding an hour is pretty simple. If you add an hour, if you add 30 minutes into your nighttime routine before you get to bed, so go to bed 30 minutes earlier and then wake up or sleep in 30 minutes later. Now, if you're on the far end of that spectrum, you may need to change those around. If you already sleep in three, four hours and you're running late for work, maybe you need to add a couple of hours to your nighttime routine to be able to clean that up a little bit so you get more sleep and you wake up at an early time so you're not running late because you got to sleep late. So it all really depends on what your individual situation is. What's important is that you know what your current routine is, what the routine is that you need to be at so that way you can start to make progress towards your goal of improving your sleep and then start to work in small habits and strategies a couple of weeks at a time to be able to build some consistency. And that's lastly, my last point, what's important is that you're consistent. So this doesn't mean that you're going to nail what you're trying to do every single day, although that's ideal. It's kind of the point of being consistent. But if you start with twice a week, those, those days don't have to be consecutive. You just have to hit the mark twice a week. And then as you get confident and you're like, okay, I can, you start to feel, okay, I can do this. I can exercise. I can go to sleep 30 minutes early. I can prepare my food. I can do all these things versus them just constantly feeling like they're challenges. Then you can start to make some progress and move forward in what it is that you want to do. So that's what I got for the day. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. Ordinarily, this was supposed to be a video, but, uh, my equipment's kind of messed up, so I need to work on that. So it'll be a couple podcast episodes moving forward, but I do appreciate you listening. If you struggle with sleep and this you found this helpful, um, I appreciate a like on the, if you're listening on Facebook, I appreciate a like on Facebook and share this with a friend if you think it's helpful. And um, if you're listening on podcast, you know, subscribe, leave me a review. I don't get a lot of listeners on here, but um, I do plan on putting out more information that's hopefully helpful to you. And then as, again, my schedule gets cleared up and I'm able to 
implement more of these things and offload some other stuff that I had going on. Um, plan on trying to jump, have some people jump on here and get some different opinions and just have a really good time with this stuff. I enjoy doing it. Helps me stay creative and uh, helps me um, help you, hopefully in some way, shape, or form. And if you decide you need anything else from me, you know you can reach out and we can have a conversation if you're looking to improve in your fitness goals. Um, thanks for listening. You guys have a great day and talk soon. Later.